Warning. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause you to become confused as to what liquids you should drink and liquids that you shouldn't, such as liquids with volatile sensitivity to changes in temperature and or pressure, liquids that require two mechanical seals to stay put, non-lubricating liquids that produce gases and or solids that may or may not be abrasive, liquids that are seriously goddamn sensitive to agitation, liquids that react with each other to form a solid, which is an absolute nightmare, or limitlessly lubricating liquids a nightmare at the other end of the rectum. spectrum. Take it from spoon. And lastly, anything at all consumed by Should I drink that dot com. Hey everyone, welcome to Should I Drink That dot com craft beer reviews where even if it's crap, I drink it so you don't have to episode one twenty four. Yeah, let's go with that. It's been two years, so uh sure. <laughs> so I was porch drinking tonight here in the beautiful borough of Dormont. Pennsylvania, just outside of Pittsburgh. If you go through the Liberty Tubes into the South Hills, just past Beachview and Brookline, you get the Dormont. Beautiful area, means cold mountain, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so I was out there porch drinking with a pounder of Golden Monkey, maybe a few pounders. And I said, you know what? Uh, I think it's time to podcast again. Let's get this shit going. It's been two years, and uh, yeah, I need to get in front of a microphone. Now, I I should preface this with the fact that I did record a show like two or three weeks ago, and it sucked. And I think part of that was because I was trying to force it too much. And now I'm sitting here in my dining room at 11.44 p.m. on a Friday, and I said, you know what? I just had a great night on my porch drinking beer, listening to fucking Pearl Jam concerts on Spotify, and, um, yeah, I want to record something. So I went to the fridge and I had, uh, three pumpkin beers that I had picked up. So we're going to have these and you're here a lot back at tonight. And I apologize for that. Uh, we've got a pumpkin ale from whole hog. We've got the new Belgium voodoo ranger special release atomic pumpkin. That should blow some ass. And also the post road pumpkin ale from Brooklyn. Now here's the thing. It's been two years since you... Well, close to two years. Two years? Yeah, probably. Yeah, who gives a shit? Uh, since you guys have heard from me. A lot's going on. A lot's happened since then. The last episode absolutely sucked. It was miserable to listen to. And I said, you know what? Maybe I'm done. Maybe just the, the passion isn't there anymore. And then I drank some Golden Monkey. And I realized I wanted to talk. <laughs> so I hope you're ready. So here's what's going on. Uh, should I drink that has moved to a new, I guess, host in a way, uh, new podcast host, get you caught up on what's been going on. So we are no longer in Libsyn. We are now on Fireside and we are now a part of the Sorkatron Media Network. A lot of shit's been going on. Uh, I wasn't going to bring the show back. And after talking to Sorgatron, he's like, dude, there's something there, man. Like people need you. And then I started getting messages from people saying, are you ever going to bring the podcast back? And what originally had happened was uh, there was an accident about two years ago. It really screwed up my back. And I think I mentioned this uh, probably about a year ago, actually. I mentioned this. Uh, really screwed up my back. I had to go into some really intensive physical therapy. I uh, changed my eating. I really got involved with uh, barbecue because, you know, if I, if I can't drink, I must replace that advice with something else. So I, I baked barbecue. Which yinslovebbq.com, by the way, is fucking taking off. So if you want to get on that ride, it's a good time. And uh, I'd love to have you along with it. That um, has actually been taking 
pretty much most of my spare time because I just freaking love barbecue. Uh, the passion there is the level of where craft beer was for me when I started Should I Drink That? So I figured this would be a great marriage between the two. Eventually there will be a barbecue podcast, but now we're going to focus on the beer. I might talk about some barbecue. We'll see what happens. I really don't know, but a lot of people want to hear it. Anyways, fast forward to now. Uh, I'm down like 50 or 60 pounds. Loving life. Um, yeah, I I do yoga. Yeah, I do yoga. What the hell? Uh, my back is not felt this good since probably high school when I was a cross-country runner. I do that. Uh, yeah, feeling good. Ready to get back into some craft beer. Uh, I've changed my lifestyles around a lot. In fact, uh, not drinking for 531 days was a huge, huge uh, blessing for me that I didn't realize at the time. At first, I was pretty pissed off because I'm thinking, fuck, I can't drink because the, the uh, how should I put this, the, the, the amount of dosage I had to take for back meds just so I could get out of bed to walk in the morning was pretty intense. And now I'm glad to say I'm off of those. In fact, I'm off of pretty much all the other preventative medicines that I've I've been on. I'm Yeah, like shit's fucking rocking and I'm dying to get back into craft beer. But also part of that lifestyle, I realized that after 12 years of doing this show is that uh, it's also very destructive and you don't want to hear that. You, you don't want to, you never want to hear about the, like, the bad side of, of being a craft beer podcaster or actually being in the business. But here's the reality, folks. You gain a shit ton of weight. So unless you're working out a lot, you gain a lot of weight. You get a lot of medical issues. And uh, the accident that I was in, which was not caused by me, <laughs> got to put that out there, and was not alcohol-related. I got rear-ended uh, in the Liberty Tubes, which started the chain reaction and other shit later. Anyways. Uh, I'm here to say, though, that the show is coming back. I don't know what the regular schedule is going to be, but this is probably one of the last shows from my house because, as I had mentioned, I've joined the Sorgatron Media Network. They will have Should I Drink That? They're going to host Yin's Love Barbecue. They're going to host any other thing that I can get my hands on. What's this mean for you? Well, first of all, I have a studio. And not the shit in my living room, dining room that I'm in right now. I'm talking like legit studio. We're going to be Facebook Live, Google Hangouts, Skype, anything. Any way that I could get an interview is going to happen. Which is awesome. Uh, also, if you want to come by for a show, you're going to be able to do that. Uh, there's so many things that we could do with this. It's unbelievable. And the amount of success that um, Mike Sorg and Missy Sorg and everyone related with Sorgatron Media has had so far has has benefited me because now I have the opportunity to join their network and get into a professional studio and record shows and it is so badass or as Ferris Bueller would say it's so choice so you're not here to listen to me babble uh let's drink some beers uh, but first here are my reviews of the last two beers that I was going to do on a previous show that I ended up canning. So really quick, here's some dogfish head beers that I don't know what the fuck was going on with. The first one's going to be Flesh and Blood IPA. From the, Both of these are dogfish head beers. Uh, if you're following on Twitter or and actually if you're still following on Instagram, you would know this because I've been snapping photos of this. Ooh. Oh, that's tart. It's definitely, definitely pick up the citrus 
Ooh, wow, the blood orange is really yeah. How are we? How are we? How are the cool kids saying resin these days? Nope, 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 nope. This, yeah, no, I'm not. Does it suck? No. I mean, wow, god damn. Oh, damn. The Lupa Luau IPA. They're juicy, coconut-centric. Oh, man. Coconut-centric. Yeah. Yeah. This comes in at 7.3%, 45 IBUs. The big difference between this beer and the other one, well, besides the fact that this doesn't have any freaking oranges in it and it has coconut instead, uh, when it comes to the food pairings, this actually says barbecue meats, which bothers me. And I'll tell you why. This is where I go on a barbecue rant. When you say barbecue meats, are you talking smoked meats? Are you talking about you're grabbing some pork and you're throwing sauce on it and you're calling it barbecue? Are you chicken with barbecue sauce? Is it a sweet sauce? Is it a tangy sauce? Is it a bold sauce? Is it mustard-based? What kind of freaking barbecue meats are we talking about here? It doesn't say pork, so we're going to assume not ribs and pork. We'll go with that. Right off the bat, oh. First thing I notice is there's like a pineapple twang to the aroma on this thing. Uh, the head died incredibly fast on this one, too. And there's your coconut. Oh, hmm. So I like the pineapple aroma. Nice touch. And when you take a drink of this thing, you do get the coconut. You're going to tell there's coconut that's in it. It's not disgusting. The hops are kind of hanging around. Uh, it's masqueraded by the coconut. It's not bad. Don't do this with barbecue. Do not drink this beer with barbecue. I'm sorry. That is a bad suggestion. Hell no. No, 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 no. No. Do not do this with barbecue meats. If you have one for me that you think we should try, I'll go fire up the smoker and make some of it and drink this beer with it and let you know if it's a good idea. And now we come back to tonight. I picked up these beers because, well, it's September. And I felt like drinking pumpkin beers. And that's the nice thing right now is there are so many craft beer shows that are out there that I can pretty much do whatever the fuck I want. Uh, along with that, if you haven't realized, you should probably not listen to this with your kids around. This show has never been PG or PG-13. So we're going to kind of keep that trend going. Not by choice, but just because I'm drinking beer. And hopefully I can get you guys to drink some beer with me. I would love to get you guys here. Uh, what we're going to do actually going forward is I'm going to have Facebook Live going on. I'll let you guys know ahead of time. So make sure you're following SIDT on Twitter. And should I drink that on Facebook and also on Instagram and uh, Facebook groups? I'm going to let you guys know what I'm drinking ahead of time. And then we're just going to have a big old party. You can either come down to the studio, we'll probably have some pizza. Uh, because Slice on Broadway, which is one of my favorite pizza places of all time, is right down the street. So I might grab a pie for us. They're also a sponsor of Sorgatron Media. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, there's also street tacos directly across the street. Sorgatron Media, by the way, is in the beautiful neighborhood of Beachview. Right in like smack dab, revitalized Beachview. So you can get there off a of tea too, which is really nice if you live in the South Hills. Uh, if you live anywhere else, it kind of sucks. But, hey, whatever. So, <laughs> enough babbling. Let's get to some beers. Uh, I did not prepare any show notes for tonight because this is very much, I'm sitting on the porch and I want to drink a beer. So, we're doing a show. So, another reason, too, why I had to move this out of my house. And the fact that I don't want you drunk assholes showing up at my house to do stuff. <laughs> um, is that... I don't usually get to record until after 11 o'clock, usually on Fridays or Saturdays right now because of work schedule and life and everything else going on. 
But also, so far tonight, two out of the four people in this house have already walked up, come downstairs, looked at me, like, what the hell is going on, and went back upstairs. Except for Teaspoon, who came down, looked at me, kind of laughed, and then crashed on the couch. So I had to carry his ass back upstairs. Let's get back to the beers. So my first beer this evening will be the Post Road Pumpkin Ale from Brooklyn Brewery. You can find the information at brooklynbrewery.com. Links in the show notes. Wherever the hell I have those these days, I, I don't even know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure this shit out. Come on, it's been two years. Gotta cut me some break here. A little slack. The early American colonists seeking natural ingredients for brewing ales turned to pumpkins, which were plentiful, flavorful, and nutritious. Blended with barley malt, pumpkins became commonly used beer ingredient. Check that shit out. Gorge yourself on that one. Ooh, that was a bad joke. Holy shit. Ah, post-road pumpkin ale brings back this tasty tradition. We'll see if it's tasty. Hundreds of pounds of pumpkins are blended into mash of each batch, creating a beer with an orange-amber color, warm pumpkin aroma, Biscuity malt center and crisp finish. This is a colonial style pumpkin ale, two row malts, caramel malt, Belgian aromatic, Dixon pumpkins and nutmeg, cascade hops, 5% alcohol by volume, food pairings, holiday dishes, roasted ham and turkey, Instagram. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. Uh, root vegetables, or if you're from Erie, Pennsylvania, it's rut vegetables. Jacket weather, macaroni and cheese, dad rock, and Thanksgiving dinner. Fuck, that's awesome. Oh, we're not going to look at untap because I really don't give a shit what people think on there. But I'm sure it's probably negative. Because just about everything is. Because being negative is extreme. All right. Uh, holy shit. All right. Kudos on the head on this thing. Look at that. That's beautiful. I have dim lighting in here, so I'm not going to even try to bullshit the color on this thing, except for the fact that it is, it is very clear. Holy Jesus. I can actually read the ball. You know that scene from uh, oh, National Treasure? National? National? Yeah. National Treasure. The Nicolas Cage thing where he's going through history and shit. All right, so if you're watching that and he gets that one scene where they're in the, the clothing store and he uses the Aquafina bottle to look at the back of the $100 bill to look at the Ben Franklin time or the time on the uh, Independence Hall. Yeah, that's how clear this is. This is clear. I don't want to say it's clear as Aquafina, but you get what I'm, I'm getting at. Anyways, cheers, Jens, guys. Tastes like water. <laughs> I'm like a lot of you. Hop your water. <laughs> Fuck. Let's see. Yeah. I'm not going to say this beer sucks. Did I ever say this beer sucks? Uh, I'm not even going to say it's a good representation of the style. It's hoppy. It's hoppy water. That's what this tastes like. First beer back after two years and shit, I should have vetted this stuff first. Yeah. Yeah, so I got that going for me. Anyways... There are some other uh, really great things going on locally with craft beer podcasting, actually. I, I could say craft beer generally because there's 40 breweries at least in the greater Pittsburgh area. And I swear to God, two more are opening like every week, which makes it almost damn near impossible. But you can find out more about everything going on with 
the libation scene in Pittsburgh by going to Pittsburgh Libation's website because we're going to have a week celebrating all things libation related here in Pittsburgh. Open up your favorite browser. I suggest using Chrome and go to Pittsburgh Libations Week. Pittsburgh does have an H on it, you freaking heathens. PittsburghLibationsWeek.com, a celebration of Pittsburgh's exceptional adult beverage culture happening October 12th to the 20th, 2018. That's this year. And let me tell you, I've been talking to uh, Jason Sircone about this. I'm so pumped that he's pulling this off. Uh, Craft Beer Week last year was, well, it was weak. The week was weak. Uh, There's a lot of people complaining about it. The calendar was a disaster again. Uh, I haven't been involved with it for a few years. I don't know what the hell's going on with it. I hope it can uh, kind of recover because I do like the celebration of local craft beer. But I kind of turned into the, hey, it's the Caliente and Giant Eagle Craft Beer Week in Pittsburgh. Uh, but this is celebrating all things libations related. So it's not just the, the craft beer. It's all all the wonderful rum that Tim's making down at, at Maggie's Farm. There's Wiggle Whiskey. There's a lot of... Uh, Tequila's being made in the area, a lot of vodkas, a lot of wine, a lot of beer. This is a beautiful time to be alive in Pittsburgh, and you definitely need to get here for some of these events. Uh, I will have a link to all the events that they have going on. But, man, talk about an awesome idea to celebrate just everything. Like, There's no longer like that divide between uh, types of alcohol, which you'll see in other cities. This is like an, They want you to embrace everything because Pittsburgh is booming right now and that's uh i know you get tired of hearing that because it's always like oh pittsburgh's in the scene well here's the deal with it is our craft beer scene is kicking ass right now uh i like to give andy at hitchhiker a hard time every once in a while but the dude makes some pretty kick-ass beers pretty innovative beers Uh, the guys at grist house uh i keep a noble stein too oh my god noble stein just Nobelstein's probably my favorite brewery in the area right now. Just putting that out there. Uh, coming back into craft beers, I really loved uh, Dancing Gnome. Uh, I had some excellent beers I started with. Jason Sircone actually gave me one of my first beers back into craft beer. Uh, the first one I had was with my older brother. We went to D Six Pack Shop and Hop Farm had a session IPA that blows the shit out of almost most IPAs I've ever had. It's so good, and it was only like 3.5% or something really low. Uh, but the, yeah, there's a lot of kick-ass things happening here in Pittsburgh. And going forward with the show, uh, I'm, I'm going to talk some about Pittsburgh, but there are some great craft beer podcasts that you should listen to, uh, especially Hop Nation USA. I was just on their episode 74, I believe it was, uh, talking about barbecue more, but also talking about craft beer. And I mean, those guys are... are tuning into the local craft beer market uh jason's gonna start coming back with breaking brews we've got drinking partners going on there's just there's a lot of great stuff there's uh craft beer nation and yeah there's a lot seriously in pittsburgh and if you're not from the area right now you need to come out here and 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 hang out uh let me know because we'll get some beer and barbecue together because seriously i I can say the beer is kick-ass and i'm finding out how kick-ass the barbecue is because now we've got as many barbecue places opening as many beer. So there you go. Back to the beer. It sucks. 
I don't like it. I'm not chugging it, though. I should. I probably should. That not that one of the rules of the show? If we don't like it, chug it. But uh, Sick Puppy's not here, so... In fact, he hasn't been here for almost four years. I know. Uh, this show is not going to have any particular format for this one, uh, because this is the last one from my house, but there will be new intro music. There's like all this other shit going on. Right now, you're just listening to me talk with a beer and good times. I've missed you. I really have missed you guys. Uh, thank you for staying active in the Facebook group also for Should I Drink That. That's That's been fun. and I'm hoping each drink of this gets better, but it doesn't. That's just pretty shitty. Um, I, I respect Brooklyn Brewery. So to, uh, I guess channel my inner sick puppy my inner former should i drink that self it's a good representation of the style it's time to move on wait spoon so what are you doing with all that beer don't worry i'm drinking it afterwards but for the sake of brevity and for the show and for my editing purposes we're gonna go to the next beer ah let's see here i think i'm gonna go whole hog on this one because hey it's got a barbecue tie-in with this and uh, so going along with my barbecue thing, I am going to enter my first ever cooking competition. Which I've never entered a beer competition. I was a judge. but um, So I will be taking part in the Grill Your Steak Off competition happening Saturday, September 29th at Williams A's Hardware in beautiful West Newton, Pennsylvania. I've been there so many times the last month or so, last couple of months. I feel like I live there. It actually isn't that bad of a drive. You look at it on the map and you're like, fuck. It's going to take a long time to get out there. It really doesn't. From my place in Dormont, I can get out there in probably 45 minutes. And most of that is sitting on 51. It's really a nice drive. And it, yeah, it's, it's not that bad at all. But here's the cool thing. Oh, you're going to love this. So you need to cook a steak. Sounds pretty easy, right? You just have to cook a ribeye. And they provide the ribeyes. Along with this, you could win $500 for cooking a steak. Let me repeat, $500 for cooking a steak. Second place, $250. Third place, $150. Fourth place, $100. Here's where the money comes in. If you use a pit barrel cooker, which I actually have. And you win this, you get an additional two fifty, so that's seven fifty. On top of that, if you win the dessert competition, which I won't, you can win extra more. You can win more money. You can come out with a shit ton of money. Is basically what I'm telling you. So to find out more information, uh, you could go to check out the show notes or go to yinslovebbq.com. There is a thing for grill your steak off competition. This is going to be fun. It's a one day thing too. You get out there, you load in between eight and 10, you have your cooks meeting, you cook your steak and they judge it and you go home. It's a one day thing. I'm going to go out there. There's uh, the guys from black dog barbecue are going to be out there actually competing against each other. So, so uh, yeah, Bob and Vince are going to be against each other and yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. And the guys that I've met through doing barbecue locally, it reminds me a lot of craft beer like 10, 12 years ago, getting into it. Like, and even now, 
everyone is just like friends with everyone. There's no like real comp. There's competition, but there's no like I'm going to screw that guy over kind of thing. No, it's not like that at all. So very cool atmosphere. Um, and go check that out. And I know all of this because I was at Grill Your Ace Off because it's at Williams Ace Hardware uh, a couple weeks ago, and they raised over sixty three hundred dollars for Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. Two years ago, they had around 2000 So they've more than tripled their money. Pretty badass. I I just, I love the communities that we have around the Pittsburgh area because, and, and I've noticed this with barbecue in general. People are very genuine. Uh, they have a lot of manners. And uh, they love to drink. So really, I, I'm at the, the perfect spot for everything because I've got beer, I've got barbecue, and I like to talk. As you've heard, which is why we're going into the next beer. We've got the Whole Hog Pumpkin Ale. You can find more information about the Whole Hog Pumpkin Ale at wholehogbeer.com slash pumpkin. Of all the gold medal winning pumpkin ales, one factor sets Whole Hog apart. Spice. Savory pumpkin pie spices, natural cinnamon, nutmeg, and real pumpkin are perfectly balanced in this sweet, fully enveloping Pumpkin Ale, 7% ABV, and they've won quite a few awards. 2015 European Beer Star, Gold Medal, Gold Medal in Pace, Pace Magazine. Does anybody still read that? Is that still around? I don't know. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, the 2014 Great American Beer Festival Bronze and 2012 Great American Beer Festival Gold Medal Pumpkin Beer. Let's drink this because I remember Whole Hog from a couple years ago, and everyone was going ape shit over it. And we're going to drink it now. <laughs> it smells like pumpkin pie. Oh, shit. All right. Head dissipates really fast. Uh, it'd be cool if it had like a creamier head to it. Smells awesome, though. Holy shit. This this smells like a pumpkin pie. Ooh, I, so when they say sweet, yeah. All right. Let's try this out. Cheers, you guys. It smelled like pumpkin pie, but it tastes like a store-bought pumpkin pie. Like really bad canned pumpkin pie. A little metallic. Shit. I had high hopes for this one too, especially at 7%. Available August through October 31st. Oh, nice. I don't know about this. Have we ever really had a really good pumpkin beer on this show? It's been a, a long time since we've done pumpkin beers. In fact, since I've had pumpkin beers, there was one, and damn it, if I can't remember which one it was, it tasted like a pumpkin roll, which I loved. If you can give me a pumpkin roll kind of beer, which I thought this was going to be based off the aroma, I was pretty excited, but shit ain't happening. Uh, I'm, I'm not feeling the love on this one either. Talk about a crappy way to come back after a couple of years off. All right, so uh, final thoughts on this beer. No. No, just don't. I mean, you could. If you want to get tuned, I guess, and drink pumpkin. Uh, I, I would suggest going out and getting a bottle of, uh, like, Jack and dumping it into your Starbucks, your your pumpkin spice latte. Is that what it is? Is that what it's called? Is that what your kids call it? Pumpkin spice latte? I don't know. I just drink black coffee, so I, I have no freaking idea. Pour some alcohol in that. You'll probably get more pumpkin out of it. This is, yeah, it smelled good. Taste? No. 
Shit ain't happening. Let's go to the last beer. So our final beer of the evening is going to be, and I have a feeling this one's going to hurt, is the Voodoo Ranger Atomic Pumpkin Ale from our friends over at New Belgium. Uh, I am a big fan of the Ranger IPA, which is why I think I picked this up at first. Uh, I saw the bottle sitting on this shelf. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Let's let, let's give this a shot. Uh, and w- one thing I really love since I've got back in the craft beer drinking and g- people outside of Pennsylvania probably don't understand how awesome this is, but I can now go into a beer distributor and buy like single bottles because the six pack shops around here charge out the ass and the distributors can get them cheaper. And, and let's be honest. It's all about the value for me because I'm going to go wherever I can buy it cheapest. I, I don't, I really, that that's the truth. I need my money for barbecue. So I'm going to go wherever the hell I can buy it cheapest. Uh, I would prefer to go to the breweries to buy a lot of things. And uh, I, I kind of go to giant Eagles, but nah, I try to avoid them because their selection hasn't been that great. Actually, the one out in Settlers Ridge has been probably one of the better ones. Uh, South Hills up by me is, eh, since they remodel, not that great. Anyways, I'm I'm drifting off again. But it's pretty cool that I can go into a beer distributor now on my way home and pick up a, a, a couple single bottles. And I also picked up a pounder of Golden Monkey tonight, which made me very happy. But going back to this beer... The Voodoo Ranger Atomic Pumpkin Ale. Uh, as I'm reading this, I'm realizing that this was probably a bad idea. But we're going to do it anyways. Enough with the run-of-the-mill pumpkin beers. I'm not interested in a nail that takes cues from a frozen coffee drink, and neither are you. That's why I made Atomic Pumpkin. Well, they made Atomic Pumpkin. I'm reading it from the website. Does it really feature jalapeno peppers? Yep. What about Saigon Cinnamon? Ding! I like to say, bing! A little Ned, Ned the Head. Ryerson! I round it all out with a hearty malt that makes for a spicy brew and puts the fun back in pumpkin. Spelling was never my strength. Voodoo Ranger. Shit, there's peppers in it. I didn't realize that when I bought this because honestly, I looked at the label and went, this is pretty badass. I'm going to buy it anyways. So the aroma on this is supposed to be pumpkin pie with a lot of cinnamon, allspice, and nutmeg. Spicy red pepper-like aroma, chipotle, ancho, and red hot candy. Oh, fuck. Followed by some cherries and a pretty cookie malt aroma. This could be trouble. Uh, 6.4% ABVs, 10 IBUs, using California ale yeast, 190 calories, because guys like me are thinking, shit, I've got a Fitbit, and how many more miles do I have to walk to get this off? Fruits and spices, we've got pumpkin spice, Saigon cinnamon, habanero, and other peppers that I can't read. Let's drink this beer. For the final beer of the evening. If you untap bitches or are uh, drinking this, you're not going to like the visuals because it's pretty clear. Actually, kind of, it looks like a Miller Lite. 
that may oh no it's too golden actually looks like no head you're gonna complain about it but damn does that smell like pumpkin pie man all right let's drink this cheers jeans guys and gals i've missed you we're gonna have like a a full-blown hey we're back show coming up soon this was more to uh do the official transition from our old host to the new host and make sure i didn't fuck up any of the the feeds, which I don't think I did, but just downloaded 12 years worth of shows, and I apologize, but I appreciate it because my numbers just spiked. So let's drink this. Holy pepper. Whoa. All right, if you ever want to screw with your palate, uh, this would be a fantastic beer for that because you get the heat, you get the nutmeg, you get the cinnamon, but that heat, wow. It's burning a little bit, not like a bad burn, but you're just like, what the fuck am I drinking? It's actually kind of good. I'm going to have some more of this. Hold on. Biscuity. I get the biscuity. Not cookie. I get biscuity. Like, uh, what was the first, the first beer I ever brewed was like an English ale. It's like a biscuity one. Yeah. I wouldn't buy this in a bar. Shit, I wouldn't drink this again. It's good experience, but I don't know where the hell you'd even drink this thing at. The plus side is I've got a nice, fresh bottle of wild turkey American honey waiting for me afterwards because this is, I don't know what the hell this is. No, it's interesting, and uh, I can guarantee to you that all these beers tonight, I can find some barbecue to go with it. Which is kind of where the show is leading towards. So we're going to see what's going on. Uh, my primary focus is is going to be on barbecue. Not with this show, but I'm just saying it in life in general. Uh, so that's why we have no set schedule as of right now. I would love to have a schedule for doing more beer and then bringing barbecue into it. I think it's an awesome mix and I think you guys would really enjoy it. And I would love to have you along for the ride. So for shouldidrinkthat.com. This is Spoon, or even if it's crap. I just freaking drank it, so you don't have to. I can't wait to talk to you guys from the new studio. It's going to be a good time, and thank you for staying around for as long as you have. I appreciate it. I love all you guys. We're going to have some fun. I was worried about palate burnout. It's back. Not the burnout, my palate. See you at 125.